Have you ever wondered what hypnosis might be and what it can do for you? You've come to the right place. Welcome to Hypnosis Everywhere with your host, Inez Simpson. This is the show that talks to everyone, from the experienced practitioner to the cautiously curious, and yes, even the skeptics. Now, here's Inez Simpson. Well, hello, 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 and welcome to Hypnosis Everywhere, and this is Inez Simpson. And I have a great guest today. One of my best friends is Wendy Weber, and she is what I consider an expert in regression to cause work. And so we're going to talk a lot about that and generally hypnosis. And Martin's be around somewhere. I think he's thinking he can escape today. Uh, but here we are. And Wendy, can you just say hello? And I'd like you just to introduce yourself, give a little bio. You have a bio up, but just tell them a little bit about sure. yourself. Well, hi, Inez, and thanks for inviting me up <laughs> to have another uh, playtime with you. Um, a little about uh, about myself. Well, I've been a hypnosis practitioner since the year 2000. Um, I've been specializing in regression to cause um, for for a long time. A long time. <laughs> <laughs> um, my roots are in uh, omni hypnosis, like yourself, um, but I've also done uh, a great deal of other kinds of training um, as well in the field. You can learn all about that in my website, which is um, tribeofhealers.com. So that's good, and that'll be on our Facebook the page and everything, so they yeah, can great. get that anytime. Perfect. So um, I know you've been on the show before, but just let us know how you decided to come to to hypnosis in the beginning. I asked that question from everybody, and you probably answered it last time, but uh, just, you know, most people, they seem to come either from having change work done themselves or, you know, there's the odd one that comes from the entertainment field and gets into the therapeutic field and also from magic and mentalism and stuff. But So right. what was your route? I didn't come through either of those channels. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew nothing about hypnosis. Mm-hmm. Nothing. It was just not on my radar, which is funny, you know, because I used to own a spiritual bookstore. It was called Spiritwood Books. Yeah. And I used to carry all manner of personal development material, everything from, you know, recovery programs for alcoholism and abuse, all the way up to um, Zen Buddhism and and A Course in Miracles and everything in between. And we actually carried um, Dick Sutton's Sutton's. uh, uh, material, which I didn't realize was hypnosis, but I mean, I carried this whole line of stuff yeah. at that time and sold lots of it, but I just, it wasn't on my radar, and it wasn't until after I sold the bookstore, and uh, I was, you know, looking for the next path in my life, uh, that I was reading a book, and the book was called The Healing Power of Illness, Now that's what I'm interested in. I'm in, interested in the power of the mind to heal. Mm-hmm. And so I was actually on my fifth reading of this book because there was something about it that I just did not get. You know, it was you know yeah. how sometimes something niggles at you. Well, that's what was going on. And honestly, having been a bookseller, I don't read a book more than once. So number five was like I was really trying to get it, and I had what I call my V eight moment. You remember that commercial? Oh, could have had a V8. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was standing in my dining room and I had the book in my hand and suddenly it was like I got this whack on the side of the head and something inside said, wait a minute. 
Well, the thing is, is that this whole book, all the research in this book was based on regression. And in that moment, it was kind of like I put two and two together. I said, regression? Isn't that hypnosis? (laughs) And in that moment, I knew, oh, that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So within a matter of weeks, I was signed up for my first hypnosis training with not a clue what I was getting myself into. Mm. And I think we actually did that at the same time. Very synchronistic. I didn't yeah. I meet you till I met you at, right at that time, that year anyway. Yes. We took different classes, but from the same That's class. right. Yeah, so it was interesting. Anyway, so it's been a long journey for both of us. Mm-hmm. And so far... I think this is a subject that so many people are afraid of, being either just a lay person who doesn't understand what it's about, or even practitioners who don't really understand what it's about, and many people who will not train in it because they're afraid of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we're going to go into all these facets of interesting material today. But I have to say that, you know, I've been doing regression work as long as Wendy But Wendy has a way of zoning in for, I think what the difference is between her and I is that she can zone in and remember what people don't know. Do you understand what I mean? Because if sometimes I'm glib and talking and talking and I just assume everybody understands what I'm talking about. You don't do that. You facilitate the person who doesn't understand. Hmm. I haven't thought about that. Wow. I sort of, I've been thinking about it. So I guess (laughs) I got a one up on you there. But seriously, I, I think that's a gift. That's a real gift to be able to go back and because now it's close to 20 years. It's 19 years, right? Yeah. yeah. And, it's close, and you, you have to put yourself back into that newbie person's place. Yeah. And it's not easy to kind of reach back um, because there's a lot of water over the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 19 years, but yeah. great experience, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, I'm going to ask you. What do you think is the most important thing about doing regression to cause and how what would you use it for? This is for the layperson because they have no idea. Okay, for, so uh, well, this is actually for both the layperson and also for the hypnosis professional. And that is, um, after you know, facilitating regression hypnosis for so many years, I, I came to understand that there are two types of problems that people typically will come to a hypnosis practitioner for help with. And one is just a surface issue. So it might be just a behavioral issue or it might be a, a, um, a habit of something. A, yeah, just a, it could just a surface issue. And these are the issues that respond very well to techniques. Yeah. You know, so you can do a simple technique or a couple of sessions, usually two or three sessions, and they're good to go. But then there are issues that don't respond to surface problems. And this is what we find on the forums, people posting and saying, oh, geez, you know, I've done five sessions with this person and they still got the problem. And it's like, well, yeah, because you're only using a surface technique and it's a deeper problem. So regression hypnosis is specifically for addressing a deeper issue. The difference between a surface issue and a deeper issue is a deeper issue is an emotional issue. Mm -hmm. It has roots in an event in the past that generated an uncomfortable emotion and that's what's calling for resolution. Wow, that's interesting. and, And you know, Explaining it like that to people is very, very addressed in a good way. Because I know sometimes when I go to um, 
conventions. <laughs> Something my mind <laughs> those things. Yeah, those things where you watch people do stuff. And there's always an element of the people watching who, if they're watching someone teach regression or something, that they are very afraid. Yes. And very panicked. And they think it's yeah. terrible. One woman was very upset because she said, well, that's like trauma. Why would you bring up trauma? And I say, but I'm going to let you say it yeah. because you say it even better than I do. So I'm just going to, what would you say to someone like that? Well, I just want to uh, affirm that everyone, whether they realize it or not, has fears and misconceptions about hypnosis in general. Mm-hmm. Yes. And this, you know, and this is also true for many hypnosis practitioners. Very true. Because regression hypnosis is an advanced technology. You need advanced training in it to be able to facilitate it. And it provides a different understanding of how the mind works. So uh, these fears and misconceptions about regression are really not that uncommon. No. So you're, I know you're talking about a specific incident where there was someone who was very upset and mm. her, her complaint was, well, you appear to be re-traumatizing the person. And to that individual, I would say, well, if you understand how the mind works, then you would realize that that person is re-traumatizing themselves on an ongoing basis mm-hmm. at an unconscious level of mind. This is because the subconscious mind is, its prime directive is to protect us. It's there to help us to 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 survive and to thrive in life. It's about survival. And when we develop blocks, we all do, it's just a part of, you know, growing up in life, um, then the subconscious mind tries to resolve those blocks. It tries to fix the problem. The problem is that it's stuck at the age at which the problem was formed in the first place. Well, if that problem was formed when you were two years old, you don't have the resources now to be able to solve the problem any more than you did when you were two. And this is why we want to go back to two years of age, find that event, and resolve the problem for good. Yeah. And and the whole thing is, when you know, you are, we definitely, in the hypnosis field, we don't like the idea of continued re-traumatizing. And the continued re-traumatizing actually works the more they tell their story. This is true. So when we address it with regression to cause, and so maybe they have a, f- a few minutes of not feeling happy or something, mm-hmm. but it's been running under there all the time, just like yeah. you said. Yeah. And it's just like putting uh, something down in the computer and you can still see that it's there, but you haven't got it on the screen, right? That's right. And it's totally there. So I want to say to those people who are afraid of regression that... This is always running. It is just a quick way of investigating where you need to go. Yeah, it's a program that's running in the background. So if you think about, for example, a phobia. Yeah. Okay, because that's a common issue that that we work with. So a phobia um, comes out of an event that generated a fear of some sort. And that fear may or may not even be connected to the object of the fear. You might have a fear of spiders, but actually the fear has nothing to do with spiders. spiders. It's just that it got anchored to that later on. The problem is, is that the original fear is operating like a program, like just like on your computer, and you don't see it. It's it's operating behind the scenes until it comes to the surface and the person gets triggered. So they see the spider and they have a panic attack. 
Yeah. And so it, 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 that could take 20 years for that to come to the surface. <laughs> and then the next time they get triggered, that fear gets a little bit stronger. Yeah. And the next time they get triggered, it gets stronger still. So over time, it can become a really big problem. But what we find is that if we go back and find out how it got formed, it's usually not a big deal. It's no. like a little thing. Yeah. So dealing with the original event, what we call the initial sensitizing event, is seldom re-traumatizing for the client. It's getting triggered that's traumatizing. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's getting close to break. So I think we should end there and we'll pick it up where we left off. So we're just going to see you on the other side. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here, the host of Hypnosis Everywhere on Voice America, and I'm here to give myself a plug. I want to plug three things that give me joy in my practice. First is working one-on-one with clients to work with them to get the outcome they desire. And as you know from the show, hypnosis covers a broad spectrum. And as a Voice America listener, I'm offering you a free consult. If you're curious or you feel hypnosis may help you and you want to find out more, go to InezSimpson.com and click on my client page. Second, mentoring. I love to work with hypnotists, new or who've been in the field for some time, and they want to change things up or move ahead or whatever it may be. You can find out everything at inezsimpson.com forward slash mentoring. Third thing, the Simpson Protocol. I'm passionate about teaching hypnosis and especially Simpson Protocol, which I teach around the world. And you can find out all about that at simpsonprotocol.com. Talk soon. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. to hypnosis everywhere the simpson protocol to reach the show today please call into 1-866-472-5792 that's 1-866-472-5792 you may also send an email to inez that's i-n-e-s at inezsimpson.com now back to this week's program well welcome back to hypnosis everywhere and we're going to get back to the nitty-gritty because we sort of told you all this stuff, and now we're really going to go into it. And we're going to really tell you what regression is. So I'm going to hand that over to Wendy. I get the easy part. <laughs> well, there's lots lots of definitions, obviously, about what regression is. But for me, it's essentially memory. That's what it is. Uh, when you remember an event emotionally emotionally yes. you are already reg- remember i said regression is for emotional issues yeah. when you're having an emotion you are already regressing 
And so the emotion mm-hmm. itself is a memory of a previous event. Mm-hmm. Every feeling is the result of a past experience. Every problem is the result of a past experience. So the, the practice of regression to cause hypnosis is essentially locating that event that caused the problem in the yeah. first place. That's I all like we want to say do. we're just detectives at that time. Abs- yeah, yeah. That's what we're doing. We're looking for where that cause is. And interestingly enough, a lot of people think that all regression is past life regression. Oh, yeah. 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 If you if you do, you know, you Google regression, you're going to get a whole whack of la- past life stuff. Um, yeah, past life is a regression, yeah. but all regression is not past lives. Yeah. And f- certainly for regression to cause, we want to really keep the focus on the, a person's current life because that's where they're experiencing the problem. Most, yeah, I agree with you totally. Yeah, that's where the There's symptoms are showing up. a small percentage of people who are oriented in, and have, are open to the belief systems of, of having past yeah. lives will actually find other things. Now, that opens up another whole other kettle of fish we can maybe talk about if we have time. But uh, <laughs> so we are actually mostly investigating this time. Yeah, yeah, and you don't have to believe in past lives no. um, to, you know, to experience regression, and you don't have to go into past lives to resolve a problem that you're dealing with in this life. Sometimes it can help, yes. I mean, if it fits with a person's belief system, yeah. and that's where their subconscious mind takes us, then that's where we deal with the problem, but it just isn't necessary. All, well, I, I I have to say, I might have had it once or twice that it was something that benefited the person for sure. But it wasn't necessary, we don't know. But it was, we always go to where the client is, no matter what. And then, so that way, exactly. that's fine. And if I have a spontaneous regression to a past life, I definitely... Yep. Pay attention, yeah. and that's what I'm saying. We just work with where the client, yeah, where, the where, client where their is. client's subconscious mind takes you. If they go to a past life, that's where you do the work. But I have to say, I have kind of a different take on what past lives are all about. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm not one of those believers, right? That uh, uh, of a linear kind of uh, uh, lifetimes. I don't subscribe to that, and so I'm probably your worst enemy if you want to try and do a past life regression on you because I haven't bought into it. But that said, I have done lots of regression work myself. I've been in the chair and been the subject of the of the process. And I have to admit that I have been to more past lives than you can imagine. I have my own explanation for what those are all, all about. And I'll have to tell you that it was valuable. It was a valuable experience for me. I drew something from that. I gained a healing or an understanding or a shift in perspective that was very valuable for me. I I knew a friend of mine, another hypnotist, uh, has no belief. In fact, she's quite of a a particular religious persuasion. So for her, but many of her clients go back there and what she explains to them, it could be anything. It could be a metaphor. And you don't have to change their belief systems because it's just to utilize it. It could be a metaphor done for you. It could be anything. Now, I'm a little bit with Wendy because, you know, I'm very, we're both quite spiritually Mm -hmm. oriented. But I don't think it is linear at all. I just think we're all having an experience and it's all happening all at once. So, of course, but that's a whole other talk again. <laughs> but getting back to exactly what regression is. So, um, I think when I when I first learned hypnosis, I got quite good at regression. 
because it was sort of, I thought everything, <laughs> did everything with regression. And it all worked because it was good. If it, Even if it was a surface thing, I utilized it, you know. So it was for me, it was a regression, regression, regression. And today I'm much, it's not that I don't use regression, I still use a regression. But I'm a little bit more moderate, maybe. Is that what, I don't know if that's the right word. Well, you've, you've developed a whole process, uh, the, the Simpson Protocol, which is a which utilizes all of your uh, training and experience yeah. in a very unique way. Yeah. Um, and so that's about accessing higher states of consciousness. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, you know, that's a terrific spiritual practice for anyone who wants to do their own work to get involved in. Um, but for myself, I was never interested in the hypnosis. Um, and so I was doing regression right out of the gate yeah, um, because that book that I was reading was based in regression. regression. That's what I wanted to, and that was to your learn. Focus. And that was my focus. Yeah. And so uh, I kind of got thrown into the deep end of the pond um, simply because uh, it is the deeper work. And uh, I I, re- I never focused on any of the surface issues. In fact, um, I referred out smoking um, yeah. because most people don't want to get to the root no. cause of the of the habit. They just want you to get rid of the symptoms, right? Yeah. And uh, um, I very early on was trained in not to do symptoms management. Yeah. So. The funny thing is, is that I kind of did it bass backwards <laughs> because I did years and years and years of just delving really deeply into doing the regression work. And then it's later I started incorporating those surface techniques that are taught at basic training. And I started to find out how I could how integrate. I could utilize them and yeah. integrate them in really powerful ways um, with or without the regression work. So I started, my focus got into doing setup, focusing on setting things up so that the regression would happen automatically. Because I didn't want to make a person regre- regress. I just wanted to ask their subconscious mind, show yeah, me. Yeah, I think we sort of, uh, you're much more articulate about what you were doing. And I think we were both, even though we were practicing separately, we were very on similar roads and similar thinking all the time. Which when we get back together once a year, twice a year, or whatever, we always have a good time, right? Because we are sort of on the same page. Yeah. 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 So, but when a client comes in for re- for a session, it doesn't mean they will have regression because we will always follow the client's mind to do the right. work. But in general, if there's an investigation to have and it's a very deep emotional problem, that's what will happen. Well, well, we have a whole toolkit that we work with. Regression isn't just one thing. It's it's a complete healing system. Um, And so uh, when a person comes in, uh, for example, in our training, we always... Um, educate the client about the process itself. And what I found was that for regression work, you need to do more in your educational pre-talk than just talk about how hypnosis works. Um, Certainly that's important because a lot of people think that hypnosis is stage hypnosis or they they think, you know, they've been uh, encultured into thinking that it's the entertainment field or that they're going to be controlled by someone. And in a therapeutic setting, that is not 
what we're doing. We are, our prime directive is to work with the, the subconscious mind. And its prime directive is safety. So our prime directive is to protect the client from any harm whatsoever. Yeah. And that means that we don't push them where they don't want to go. And we don't make them do anything that they're not ready able and willing to do and to experience Nothing to get the healing. Nothing will happen unless they're ready, willing, and able. Yeah, so the 90% of the work is really in the setup. It's getting the client to the point where they are ready I agree. to face or to do whatever needs to be done to get the healing. And that so, so that comes back to my V8 moment, and that is the healing power of the mind. Yeah. And so if you work with the subconscious mind, that's where the healing power is. Yeah. If the conscious mind doesn't have the power to heal, if it did, it would fix the problem. Yeah, and like I always loved Bob Burns' thing on that. He said if if it was a conscious problem, you would have solved it long ago. Mm-hmm. You're here because mm-hmm. it's an unconscious problem. Yeah, and it's your best thinking that got you into the problem in the yeah. first place. <laughs> but what a lot of people don't understand is that your best thinking could be the thinking of a two-year-old. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's always – people don't understand. So when something is set – by the subconscious, and it reacts. It said, "Oh well, this worked to survive." Yeah, it's the same as when you, you know, when people have a stroke, and their brain something goes and it gets, uh, you know, they keep it solid. The brain will not release that because it believes it needs that to survive, right? And that's what happens the same way. Because I've seen that on, on, you know, when we did brain mapping, you could see that there was sort of an, a thing that was stuck there. It was. Um, you know, so you so you need to address all those things, and it's the same. That's a physical thing, but yeah. metaphorically, it's it's yeah. the same. Well, I you know I picture a stroke like a landslide. Yeah. Um. It, you know, I remember going up the Hope Princeton Highway, and there'd been a landslide, and um, what they what they had to do to get traffic moving again was basically they temporarily rerouted around the landslide right. area while they worked on restoring yes. the original pathways. Exactly. And I think that that's essentially what what needs to happen with when you're working with a stroke um, yeah. patient. Yeah. All those things. It's it's interesting, but uh, and every. Everything always seems to come back to the same premise, right? Or the same ideas is how we're working on stuff. But it doesn't matter what the symptom is. And that's why we're going. And we're talking about the symptom thing because a lot of times, like the smokers, I felt the same. But I would always say to smokers, if you're willing to address the issue that causes the need for the cigarettes, I'm happy to help. Precisely. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that's what we're thinking. And Martin is hovering. What would you like to say, Martin? He's hiding no, now. I'm drinking. That's it. I'm going back to the bar. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind this he likes stuff. it. He likes it when he gets let off the hook here. Yeah. yeah. Experts here. Yeah. So Wendy is great to have around, and we're. I hate to say this, but we already down to a minute. So what can we tell them in the last minute? I'd like season? to say something about symptoms because you yeah. brought that up. So yeah. symptoms uh, that are um, need management. Hypnosis can can manage pain symptoms mm-hmm. okay so sometimes pain regression can can eradicate pain but some people just need symptom management nausea for like chemotherapy yes. that's a symptoms management technique yeah um, um sports performance yeah. um academic performance yes. these are things that surface techniques are really effective with i agree and guess what it's time for the break and we're going to see you on the other side with some great more No, more great conversation. (laughs) Thanks. See you on the other side. 
Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here, the host of Hypnosis Everywhere on Voice America, and I'm here to give myself a plug. I want to plug three things that give me joy in my practice. First is working one-on-one with clients to work with them to get the outcome they desire. And as you know from the show, hypnosis covers a broad spectrum. And as a Voice America listener, I'm offering you a free consult. If you're curious or you feel hypnosis may help you and you want to find out more, go to InezSimpson.com and click on my client page. Second, mentoring. I love to work with hypnotists, new or who've been in the field for some time, and they want to change things up or move ahead or whatever it may be. You can find out everything at InezSimpson.com forward slash mentoring. Third thing, the Simpson Protocol. I'm passionate about teaching hypnosis and especially Simpson Protocol, which I teach around the world. And you can find out all about that at simpsonprotocol.com. Talk soon. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to Inez, that's I N E S, at inezsimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, welcome back to Hypnosis Everywhere, and we're going to get right to it. So I'm just going to let Wendy lead off where we left off or where we need to go now. What was that? I don't know. You just lost me. (laughs) (laughs) I think we were going to tell them um, about the toolbox. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Let's start with this. There are different approaches to hypnosis, different schools. So there are, for example, there's the direct suggestion school. Mm-hmm. which comes out of the Dave Elman approach to to um, therapeutic hypnosis. Um, then there's the uh, Ericksonian approach, which is more of an indirect approach to hypnosis. And then there's regression to cause. And then there's past life regression. And they're like, they're all different approaches. They're different tool sets um, for for you and I, the we come out of the omni hypnosis school of uh, of thought, of thought. Yeah. Uh, and so the basic tools that we have are are things like uh, inductions, uh, deepeners, therapeutic techniques, um, which include rapid inductions, are very important to what we do. Um, other toolkits we do forgiveness work, we do inner child work, 
Um, so this is working with with that two year old yeah. that that formed the problem in the first place. Yes. We want to go back and we want to heal the child. So the the and the wonderful thing about healing the child is that it heals the wounds from the past. Yeah. The forgiveness work is about releasing the attachment yes. to events that caused pain, so that you no longer have to carry that with you throughout life. And wonderful things can happen when you do the forgiveness work. Incredible. Yeah, physical pains, physical symptoms can be eradicated. Park Hill focused almost entirely on life-threatening illness, including cancer. And um, forgiveness work was very, very central to healing cancer. Yeah, Yeah. because, you know, we store everything in our bodies. It's a a little receptacle for all our emotions. Yeah, well, I I consider the body the parchment upon which our life story is written. Yeah. (laughs) So, but there's the other thing is... um, in that toolbox, there's very many things. And like you say, we come from the Elman background. Ericksonian, they tend to be more indirect. And direct meaning from us that we sort of, we want, we'll, we'll go where we're going and give you direct change. Whereas they'll be yeah. much softer and metaphorical about it. I don't know. Both are right. I have an answer to that. Yeah. And I I don't exactly remember where I got this, but it was like that was the ping moment for me, the yeah. aha. And that was Ericksonian hypnosis speaks to the conscious mind. It bypasses critical thinking by using a sort of a metaphoric or an indirect languaging. Mm-hmm. Direct suggestion we induce somnambulism we get a person into hypnosis first and then we speak directly to the subconscious mind well the subconscious mind is literal yeah so you can speak directly to to that level of mind so this this hypnosis i think it was tom nicoli actually and he said well he used ericksonian for the induction process and then he would shift to direct suggestion once he got him into state yeah well makes sense both and yeah, and Tom's. If they want to go back and listen to his show, go ahead. It's still on. Ah, <laughs> on okay. So um, we're talking though that there's so many tools in our toolbox. There's so many techniques they can use. So what I really wanted to talk about now is for the layperson out there, what kind of questions would they ask when they are looking for a hypnotist? Because it will depend on what they want to do. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 If you're if you're dealing with a problem that is emotional in nature or that um, even thinking about it brings up uncomfortable emotions, then, you know, you probably want to have someone who has training in regression to cause hypnosis because they're going to help you to resolve that emotion. They're not just going to use a surface technique to kind of put a put a lid on the feeling or or put it in a, a box put it in a box and forget about it and cope with it like it, you can cope with the problem or you can resolve it completely so it's really important to look at a person's credentials because all all hypnosis practitioners are not alike we all have different training we come from different schools and someone who's got basic training and only a couple of years under their belt they probably don't have sufficient skill and ability to be able to facilitate the deeper work i might disagree i wouldn't just lump it all together well i think there's certain questions you can ask a hypnotist to see what their knowledge is but I think some people out of the gate are awesome at doing the work and some people are have to have the experiences and keep going and mm-hmm. going and going. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I might be just slight 
disagreement and pick nitpicky, but I don't think, I think people can read it. We did it right from the very beginning. So we're not mm-hmm. unique. There's other mm-hmm. people like us who could do mm-hmm. this. It's much easier if you take mm-hmm. someone and, and listen to your and get the teaching yeah. earlier. Well, for myself, I will say that I really didn't have a handle on the process until I was around the three to five year mark. Um, and I, I have to say that, you know, there's so so much that, that a hypnosis practitioner mm-hmm. uh, coming out of school needs to overcome within themselves. You know, there's tremendous amount of just overcoming your confidence issues yeah uh, yeah so some, some people are better at some it people are better at it you know some yeah. some people may and it depends on your background if you you know if you're trained in psychology you're going to feel a lot more comfort comfortable about doing the therapeutic processes and and where the training's going to help you is actually utilizing the hypnosis to get those deeper results but for the for the lay person you know check their credentials and then uh, before you commit interview them talk to them on the phone or or go to their office and you know within about 20 minutes you're going to have a sense of whether or not you feel safe and comfortable with this person always have the consultation and you know what the consultation i'm going to let you in on something it isn't just for you it's for us too we want to know if you are the kind of person that would like to work with our style of work and that's what it is. And if we weren't, we would be upfront about it and we'd send you to maybe someone we knew who was better at whatever you needed. Yes, that's a big that's yeah. a very important part of my approach and that is to qualify the client. Yeah. So I want to have that conversation with them. Uh, and I want I want to find out what their expectations are, what their goals are, what their motivation is. That's very important because all healing is self-healing. Oh. It's not something that's done to you. It's it's something that is it's an educational process. You know, educate means to draw forth. And so what we're doing is we're drawing forth the wisdom or the willingness or the the releasing the blocks to that to to the ability to heal that exists there within each individual. And I have to say their wisdom inside, um, even though you might be traumatized at the time and you have um, some kind of phobia or something emotional going on, the wisdom inside the person's mind is astounding. And so we don't need to do a lot of, you know, we're helping you get there to do the work. And essentially that's pretty much it. And we'll help you uh, be the detective for you and we'll give you the the knowledge and then yep. you go from there. Yeah. So, uh Therapeutic hypnosis is a journey of self-discovery and self-healing yeah. and self-empowerment. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's marvelous what can be revealed through the process. Yeah. And you become freer and more alive and more vital as a result of it. Yeah, it's been it's a pretty uh, fun thing for us to see. The the change in the person, the how they move forward, all that stuff. It's very exciting stuff. So anyway. Have we told them everything we need to about regression? I know when I'm in a consult with someone, I want to know, um, I don't really care too much about how many years they've been doing it. I want to know how comfortable they are with it. Mm -hmm. And I want to know, and I can tell that when you're having the discussion Mm -hmm. face-to-face. So, but either way, I think you need to do talking to the hypnotist for sure. (laughs) Don't just book and I need this done. That's it. 
Well, okay. So if you had a, like a life-threatening illness and you'd received a diagnosis, mm-hmm. you know, you would be very wise to consult with several physicians. Yes. Because you want you want different approaches, different takes on what the problem is. So one physician might say, well, that's it. Go home and, you know, put your affairs in order. Like, I'm not buying that diagnosis. So I want to go see somebody else. And they might say, you know, I've had great success with some nutritional supplementation, or maybe we want to use this treatment. You know, I want to know what can be done, what yeah, not what can't not be, be done. done. So it's always a good idea to interview several practitioners just to find where you're going to get the best fit. And you did bring up Stephen Parkville, uh, Parkhill, who sadly enough is not with us any longer. Mm-hmm. But he worked with deep trauma like that. And it was usually people who had been sent away to get their papers in order. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I had I had experienced his work. I had a session with him yeah. and it, it was phenomenal. I'll tell you, I was really inspired because that was back in 2003. Yeah. So that kind of like sealed the deal for me. I was already like, yeah, this regression's the route I want to go, which is how I ended up there. Uh, but when I had the session with him, that really sealed the deal. It was like, this really works. It really works. When I When I went for that session, I had a breast lump. Yeah. And I was already booked for the trip and I didn't have t- I couldn't get into my doctor for two weeks. You know what it's like these days. And uh, so I couldn't even get an appointment with my doctor before I went there. And uh, I and so when I was just going to be the demo unit for the class. And when I told him what I wanted to work on, he said, well, looks like we're going live, folks. And so he did. I'll tell you, a roller coaster ride to the past is what it was. It was breathtaking. Um, so I won't give you all the details on that, but <laughs> no. what I will tell you is that it went right back to being born. Mm-hmm. It was decisions that I made in that process that were completely erroneous. And uh, following that session, literally the next day, the breast lump was half the side size that it was when I went mm-hmm. in for the session. And a week later, it was gone. Yeah. Well, folks, we have many of those kind of stories, not just from us, but from other hypnotists, too. So just ask the question and see how much the the hypnotist is willing to educate you. If they're willing to educate you and answer your questions, you've got a good hypnotist. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you need to have a, you know, it's a therapeutic relationship. Yeah. It's not something that's done to you. If they want to just hypnotize you and fix the problem, I'd be a little bit concerned about that attitude yeah so we both believe in a lot of education for the client and this is always the ultimate and I think uh, if you're doing a technique work sometimes and for the surface issues that we talk about change of habits and whatever Mm -hmm. and but even some of those can be connected to very deep Mm -hmm. work right Mm -hmm. so just and how do we know if you use a surface technique and it doesn't and three days later the problem's back, yeah. you know you're dealing with a, an emotional issue. Yeah, I call that the 72-hour clause. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and the clause is your subconscious mind has an agreement, and that agreement is to keep you safe. Is to keep you safe, and it's holding on to the to the yeah. problem for that reason. Well, and guess what? We're down to in the last segment coming up, and we are going to see you again on the other side. <laughs> Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here, the host of Hypnosis Everywhere on Voice America, and I'm here to give myself a plug. I want to plug three things that give me joy in my practice. First is working one-on-one with clients to work with them to get the outcome they desire. And as you know from the show, hypnosis covers a broad spectrum. And as a Voice America listener, I'm offering you a free consult. If you're curious or you feel hypnosis may help you and you want to find out more, go to inezsimpson.com and click on my client page. Second, mentoring. I love to work with hypnotists, new or who've been in the field for some time, and they want to change things up or move ahead or whatever it may be. You can find out everything at inezsimpson.com forward slash mentoring. Third thing, the Simpson Protocol. I'm passionate about teaching hypnosis and especially Simpson Protocol, which I teach around the world. And you can find out all about that at simpsonprotocol.com. Talk soon. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to Inez, that's I N E S, at inezsimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to Hypnosis Everywhere, and we are on the last segment again. It goes so fast, it's unbelievable. Um, so I'm actually going to ask Wendy, just to t- we were talking in the break about where to go for this last little segment, because we want to give you some empowerment of doing things for yourself. And I'm and when you're doing self-hypnosis and stuff, make sure that the, you know, that the goals are not crazy. Like, I want to be as smart as Einstein. They need to be realistic. You know, real, yeah. Become realistic. Yeah. But anyway, so just talk a little about that. But afterwards, I'd like you to go right into where this is for certified hypnotists, hypnotherapists, whatever you want to call yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, the courses that Wendy does are only for already trained people. Right, for certified regression hypnosis practitioners. Yeah. That's, so, that's my focus. So maybe we'll go backwards. You talk about that first, and then we'll go back to what it being New Year's here. I wanted to say something about self-hypnosis just for the layperson and that is that the easiest way to learn how to hypnotize yourself and give yourself suggestions for for, uh, change which is a surface technique is to go see a hypnosis practitioner and have them teach you from the inside out. It takes like one session. It's the easiest thing to learn from the inside. You can learn it from a book but most people have have difficulty accessing the deeper layers and it's but once you've ex- you've experienced it 
see a professional can guide you into the deeper layer of hypnosis and then program you to go back to that level when yeah. you practice on your own so it's way easier and yeah. as Inez says it only takes one or maybe two sessions yeah. uh, for yeah. the average person yeah I mean just about every client that leaves my office after the first session can do self-hypnosis And it's the best gift you can give yourself because you have this powerful ability. And it is a gift because when you give it, that doesn't mean that the person will use it. True. Yeah. True. It's a gift you give yourself. So if you are um, on board for accepting that gift... Give it to yourself because that'd be the best New Year's thing you can do. Right. And you can use it for the rest of your life. Yes. <laughs> okay. So where was I going to get you back to? Well, we were talking about, <laughs> I want to talk to the to the pros out there or the wannabe pros. Okay. So if you're already certified in regression hypnosis, um, but you don't feel confident in your ability to facilitate the process, which is very common when you kind of come straight out of school. It's like, oh, what do I do now? We learn techniques, we learn protocols, but often we're not taught how to put it together working with actual clients who have real problems. And that's where the rubber meets the road. You know, when a client comes to you and they're paying you to help them resolve a problem, they want the results. They're not there for the hypnosis. I, I keep saying this. People don't pay for hypnosis. They, they pay, pay for, for results. results. Yeah. And to get those results, you need to have systems in place that are going to support you in guiding a person to their healing. And this is the problem with being technique focused is that no two clients are alike. So you can't use the same tool on every client. You need to choose the tool that's appropriate to the client. So what I did was a few years ago, I realized, geez, there's this big gap between uh, coming out of uh, hypnosis school and actually being able to do, you know, the, the professional level of work. And so I decided that I would build a program. And the program I have developed, um, the, I think you're going to put the links up so you can find it here on the page. But um, I've developed 10 courses mm-hmm. and each course is part of a complete complete system. So if you put them all together, you have everything you need to give you a solid foundation for doing the actual work with actual clients. Um, If you go to my website at uh, tribeofhealers.com, you can sign up and get a free course called the Root Cause Remedy for Results. And in it, I teach you the three keys you want to check out when to, to to identify whether or not you found the causal event when you're regressing a client. I have another free program as well. It's kind of hidden on the courses page, but it's a uh, hypnosis practice business system and it's a five level strategy basically that you can draw on a napkin and it's like a business plan for growing your practice in a way that pays. So you might want to check those out if you want to go pro. And I suggest you might as well just keep going because uh, you'll get phenomenal information. So that's a big thing. And Wendy's, I think she's very articulate. So you get the information you need. And that's the most important part. So I'm going to go rah, rah to Wendy because, (laughs) and it's not just because she's my friend. I really believe that she is the expert that I know, the best at teaching this. 
Thank you. You're welcome, because I don't, we don't always disagree or agree. We just say what we think, right? Yeah, we just duke it out in the background. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, but I wanted to talk a little bit about um, what's on next week, supposedly, anyway. My friend Gary is a shaman. And I have talked him into coming live on. I'm going to take this program a little into the esoteric. Woo! Yes, and we're going to do some shamanic work. He's going to talk to you about all kinds of things and tell you stories. And it'll be an entertaining program, but he'll also be doing a live, what we would call a drumming. But it, it uses every, it's all about the frequencies and the things. So he'll get into it because I don't, I can't explain everything about it. The engineer's freaking out thinking drumming my microphones. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make sure he stays far enough from the, away from them. But it's, it's really ideal. Um, I do shamanic journeys with him, which is a mixture of his shaman, shaman, shamanic drumming and work and some hypnosis. So that's always kind of fun and exciting. And I thought, well, this is important. Now I've sort of led you through all facets of hypnosis pretty much. The, this kind, NLP, Ericksonian, la, da, da, and me, Sips Protocol. And, and you Anderson. didn't mention what? shamanic drumming is an induction. Of course. It's a hypnotic induction. All things <laughs> hypnosis. I know. And that's why it fits on the program. I was going to get into that. Yeah, and this but is old school hypnosis. It is. It's way back and it has power. <laughs> indigenous. So, indigenous power. So anyway, we're going to do that. And in two minutes or less, we got time to wrap up this program. I want to just to have ask Wendy if there's anything else she wants to say to close off for you. Uh, if you're on Facebook, yeah, um, just, uh, just sign up to, if you're a hypnosis, a regression hypnosis practitioner, sign up for my uh, regression hypnosis group. Yes. Um, we're having lots of conversations in there. On, it's very uh, helpful. Yeah, because you need support when you're doing this work, and you'll find support on that forum. There's some really, really skilled professionals on that yeah. forum. Yeah, and that's how, you know, we're out here to educate the layperson and and. and the, the hypnotist, because we want the caliber of hypnosis to be accepted as a very strong proponent in change. So we've got a minute left to close. I, I mean, next week is Gary, and we have some other great, I'm going to have Nicole Wagernangel on from Switzerland. <laughs> Can you say that again? Nicole Wagernangel. And uh, she's an awesome hypnotist, and I, I think I'm very connected to her when I met her because she is a wonderful person so mm-hmm. anyway the people I invite on the program are usually because I've met them and that I think they're pretty cool so that's and we're having that uh, who else is it going to be let's see I have 30 seconds left uh, I think we'll be going to the Regina for an, one of the guests doing some more promotion of our the Canadian hypnotists and I think that's, we'll tell you all about it next week. And so this is our last hurrah here, and I have to say goodbye. So I hope you enjoyed our program. Please go to Tribe of Healers. Uh, it's all there. Martin will write it up, and you'll just be able to access it. And maybe pass on the program to someone else. Thanks very much, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for being a part of the show today. Be sure to tune in next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for another edition of Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol with host Inez Simpson. We can't wait to have you join us again next week. 